It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the 29th episode of Ricky Stokes News I'm Calling You Out podcast. It's uh, 316, and we're cutting this on a Wednesday, and I've just left the Houston County Courthouse from a ceremony honoring Bill Baxley, uh, who served as a district attorney for the 20th Judicial Circuit of Houston and Henry County, then eight years as the uh, Attorney General for the state of Alabama, and then served as Lieutenant Governor for the state of Alabama. Uh, He also ran unsuccessfully for Governor of the state of Alabama, but Bill Baxley is a Dothan native and uh, has had a brother named Wade Baxley, and his daddy name was Keener Baxley, who is a circuit judge in this circuit. Uh, it was interesting to note uh, some of the things that I learned from the portrait uh, presentation that will be hung in the fourth floor courtroom of the Houston County Courthouse. Number one, Bill Baxley was only 25 years of age when he was elected as district attorney for the 20th Judicial Circuit in Houston and Henry County. He was uh, 29 years of age when he became the attorney general for the state of Alabama. Uh, He uh, was the youngest for a long time uh, in the United States of district attorneys and attorney generals. Uh, I think Bill Clinton uh, came in... uh, and beat him out being the youngest, but uh, he had served this state and made a lot of changes. Um, it was interesting in listening to the different speakers and the, the uh, which we're going to have up on the website. But um, his daddy was circuit judge, and his courtroom was in the fourth floor uh, courtroom, which was Judge Anderson's courtroom, and also it was Judge White's courtroom after. Uh, Judge Baxley, there was Judge Anderson, and now Judge Richardson's. Uh, but he's talking about that of all the honors in his life, having his picture hung in the courtroom where next to his father's photograph hung in the courtroom and where he really started in trying cases was the greatest honor in his life of everything that he's been honored about. But what was interesting was he tried cases with his daddy being the judge. And attorneys would uh, waive the conflict uh, because Judge Adams had been a district attorney before he was judge, and there were several cases for a year or two that he could not uh, set in on because he had been the district attorney on when they were indicted. But they said that uh, Bill Baxley's daddy, Kenner Baxley, was harder on Bill than he was on the other attorneys, so the attorneys really didn't mind trying the cases with uh, uh, his daddy as the judge. But they had one case that tried that Wade Baxley, his brother, was the defense attorney, Bill Baxley was the prosecutor, and Kenner Baxley, the daddy, was the judge. So you had the daddy ruling over the two sons trying the case. Bill Baxley described that case a little bit and said, but the bad thing was he lost the case to his brother, Wade. Uh, 
and got a not guilty verdict. And he was laughing. He said, you know, I had to lose the case to my brother. But it was interesting of the things of over the years. Uh, Bill Baxley, when he became attorney general of the state of Alabama, uh, he really launched of making the attorney general's office and making it a, a professional office and with several divisions. Uh, he said he did not like the administrative part of the jobs. Uh, he liked being in the courtroom and trying cases. Uh, it's also interesting to hear uh, the 20th Judicial Circuit presiding judge, Butch Benford, who described that uh, Bill Baxley was an influencer, uh, that Judge Benford was going to go to Auburn and be an engineer. And there was a high-profile case that uh, Bill Baxley was trying as attorney general in Montgomery that all the media covered. And him watching that case and watching the media is what changed him from being an engineer to going to law school and becoming a lawyer. And Butch Benford went on to be a prosecutor and then now circuit judge. Uh, He also thanked him from saving him from going to Auburn and him going to Alabama. So said uh, Bill Baxley was an influencer. But uh, all of the Houston County Circuit and District judges and the Henry County District Judge uh, Peterson uh, invited the public, and they were there. There were uh, Pat Jones and Tom Sorrells, who were former district attorneys, were there. Uh, several of the retired judges, Judge Story, Judge Jackson, Judge Anderson, Judge Kelly from Coffee in Pike County was there. Uh, so it was a very good crowd and very good crowd of attorneys and, and people there to honor Bill Baxley, who was a Dothan native. Uh, born and raised here in Dothan, attended Dothan City Schools, who went on to Montgomery, and he now lives in Birmingham, who made a huge impact in the state in the legal community. And uh, so it was an honor to be there, to watch the presentation. And uh, I've seen Bill Baxley in the courtroom and in cases that he's been in uh, in the state. He was one of the attorneys in the bingo trials where the uh, – Feds lost that case except for the ones that pled guilty. But through two trials and millions of dollars, uh, the feds uh, lost the case on the bingo trials from years ago. So um, it is interesting and interesting to see the history. And either tonight or tomorrow, I'll have up the unedited video of the ceremony if you want to, uh, to watch it and learn some history of what went on. Ricky Stokes News Podcast. I'm calling you out and I'll be right back. You're listening to the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out Podcast and you can call Ricky out anytime at 334-790-1729 or email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com uh, This is Ricky Stokes News I'm Calling You Out Podcast Podcast number 29 uh, The uh, Houston County Commission Their last meeting put $500,000 of seed money in the city of Dothan, Tuesday, $381,000 for so many years of seed money. Uh, It's something about economic development. It's never been really explained what this is for or what they're going to do with that. I understand they are looking at some land, and I've got questions because where I've been told the land's at could be in Dale County, that Houston County is buying for the industrial development. Now, it brings up great, great questions because we've got an industrial development park down on State Line Road. 
And, you know, for years, all we heard from all these industrial uh, development uh, gurus was we had to have an I-10. We were close to got to have it near I-10. Got to have near I-10. We got to have this I-10 spur to get industry in here. Well, I know I'm stupid, and I'm not real good on geography or directions or anything like that. But the Alabama-Florida line, the state line road, is a lot closer to the interstate than Mance Newton Road up there where Michelin's at on that road that may or may not be in Houston County, maybe in Dale County. Uh, For some reason, I think that's closer to an interstate. So if an interstate is important for bringing industry, we already own the land down at the industrial park, and they're spending a million or two million dollars to run water lines down 231 South to State Line Road right across from Commissioner Ricky Herring's property that he bought across the four lane. But we got an industrial development park down there that we don't have the industries down there. McLean's on their own property right at the entrance of it. So why are we spending all this money to buy land? And if my information is true and correct, that could be in Dale County that's not near an interstate. You hop 231 South and go right down the road to Cottondale and you're at interstate about 15, 20 miles. And Mass Newton Road is up there off of Napierfield Road like you go into Dothan Airport. Pretty good ways from uh, 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 interstate. But that's all we heard all those years of all the money being spent is for us to have industry, we need an interstate. Well, why aren't we using the land we got? Can y'all give an explanation? Dothan commissioners, Houston County commissioners, can y'all give us an explanation why we're doing that when we're already on the property down on the state line road? Some don't make sense, and they don't explain it. And the city does have a proclamation in there, but you read the proclamation, you really don't know anymore after you read it, and the county don't give you a squat. You ask for it, they just just give you a one-page agenda, and and that's it. Um also, I have a question. If what one commissioner said, uh, the $2,500, the first time I've ever known them to give individual commissioners $2,500 for them to dole out as they want to on con checks, fake checks, checks that don't exist, the account that doesn't exist, what has the other four commissioners done with the $2,500 each that they have, plus can they spend it like they want it without a vote of the entire commission? Because somebody told me that a commissioner had called them today and told them to do something. And I went, that commissioner can't tell you to do anything. Uh, y'all understand, and you fact check me all you want to. But a commissioner has zero authority. No, zero, none, nada, no authority, except when that meeting is called to order, when the chairman goes, uh, I call the meeting of the Houston County or Dothan City Commission meeting to order. We have a quorum that's present. A motion's made. It's seconded. It's discussed. They call for a vote. And they have yay and nay. If yay wins, the commissioners can do something. If nay loses, they can't do anything. Outside of a meeting with the majority of the commissioners voting on something, a commissioner is not privy to anything that you and I as citizens are not privy to. Now, I know they don't do that, and they have their little secret chats and the little secret text messages and their behind-the-scenes meetings that they lie about, that they know how they're going to vote when they come out. But legally, 
and we know they don't want to do it legally, but legally they can't discuss as a majority about anything, and a commissioner cannot tell you to do anything without a majority vote of the commission. And he's not privy, again, to anything that you and I are not privy to outside of a meeting of a majority vote of the commission. So we really don't know on the $2,500 when it was discussed. Now, I, I admit, I didn't go to all their uh, their discussions on the, uh, the budget, the budget committee meetings, but they still have to vote on it at a meeting. And uh, we don't know of any time, and I've talked to some other people that monitor the stuff, that they voted on the $2,500, and we really don't know exactly where this land is that they're trying to buy and why they're trying to buy it. But it just puzzles me that all, if you remember back, all of you that's kind of kept up with stuff, all we ever heard was we got to have an I 10. We got to connect. We got to have interstate. We got to connect to interstate. We got to connect to interstate. And we didn't get that. And now we're buying land further away from the interstate when we own land close to the interstate. So two and two is not equaling four. Two and two is equaling three or five. And now I know with the new math, it, that may be a correct answer, but the math that I went to, uh, Houston Academy doesn't like me to say I went to Houston Academy with my grammar and spelling, but uh, that math, uh, two plus two equals four, and it's just not equaling up. So I have some questions about that. Don't know that we'll ever get a truthful answer because uh, I don't know many people that's in those seats that will give you a truthful answer. But anyway, uh, you're spending money on land. I do want to thank the people, uh, the jailers at the jail, uh, the corporals on patrol division with the sheriff's office for foregoing your raises so they could spend this $500,000 on some seed money for something and the commissioners could get like $12,500 to give away. Now, we don't know if that money that they got, the 12500 that each one of them giving away a portion of that, is that a one-time appropriation? Is that a quarterly appropriation? Is that a six-month appropriation? Because they hadn't explained that uh, they're transparent and accountable. It's just my definition in the Webster's definition uh, definition of transparent and accountable is different from their example of transparent and accountable. Uh, in Deuteronomy, it says, Thou shalt not bear false witness. It's Ricky Stokes News. I'm calling you out, podcast. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Hogwash.